Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, go woot! Ahoy! <laughs> Ahoy! <laughs> Sorry, Sorry that, off there. Well, the, no, the thing came up right as I was digging a drink. I was like, oh, I'm just going to take a quick uh, drink of tea. Oh, sure. oh, 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 here we go. Sure, sure. I get it. Oh, yes. My numbers are all off. They are. I can hear you typing furiously. That's a new, that's a new exciting phenomenon. It doesn't generally happen. Because um, when I record, um, I'm recording in a remote location. So because I'm not, I don't have it plugged into the XLR box, the interface. um, Oh, yeah. That is what controls the gain and all that stuff. So now Uh, this is Zoom taking control over my microphone going, I will uh-oh. make you sound good. No, you're a liar. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I accidentally, we, Megan and I record, had to record remotely uh, for reasons. Uh, and I am, <laughs> I was like forgetting to mute myself and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, I should be better at this one. <laughs> Why am I not better at this? <laughs> Sorry. Well, you normally have the thing. And I can still hear your furious keystrokes, just in case you're oh, curious. So sorry. It's good. It's all right. I just wanted you to know that so that it didn't like. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to change uh, suppression, is going to have to be the medium background. Oh, typing. Wow. Typing is high. That's the suppressed background noise. That's amazing. Can you hear me okay now? Or am I still quiet? Am I quiet? A little bit, but I can hear you. Okay. Well, I'll try and. I, I, let's see. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm practicing typing right now. Can you hear it? Absolutely. <laughs> it sounds like you're typing on the microphone. That's what it sounds oh like. Gosh. It just sounds like you're whacking the microphone. It's so far away. Oh my gosh. I've got a boot. I've got an arm. I got thing. Oh, the arm is falling. Oh no. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> wondering why i was having to continue to adjust this because it was falling off of the table edge ah that will do it okay every time <laughs> well i will try and be more not that's weird okay yeah, type so quieter far. what are you doing i'm just kidding type <laughs> more gently oh hold on Hey, how does this sound? Oh my gosh, that's 12,000 times better. <laughs> hey, just a second. Can you hear me typing? Nope. Okay. Turns. Hey, pro tip. Make sure Zoom has selected the right microphone to record on. <laughs> Were you recording with the laptop microphone? I was indeed recording with the laptop uh-huh. microphone. Uh-huh. I was why I was so quiet when I was doing my mic test. I was like, man, this is, this is not good. Oh, this is this is much better. This is what the listeners okay. want. Uh, the like, dulcet okay. tones of Colin without the computer mic. <laughs> because when I was testing it, I was like, man, this sounds really echoey. This is insane. Huh. Well, guess there you go. Pro tip. Sorry. Because it did sound like you were in a big room. Because it was picking up the sounds of a big room. So that would be... It was indeed. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> uh, so, where in the world is Colin today? 
Oh, I am at yeah. I am at dad's dad's. So. Ah, well, hey, how exciting! <clears throat> so, yeah, I've been in uh, in Springfield all uh, a week. It's been a week and a half. So, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. yeah, it's been, it's been one of those those weeks. So. Uh, yeah, if anybody wants to come work, uh, I don't know, we'll just say full time. Right <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll just offer that. I think that's what we'll offer. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> Boom. Oh, well, it's just that sounds exciting. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I have some important news for you that I don't know if you know because I didn't know until. Yesterday, I was, hold on, I was uh, just doing something, and I, why do I keep opening the wrong thing on my phone? What is wrong with me? Why do I, it's like muscle memory. So, like, when I click in certain places, I want to open this thing. So, like, other times I'm like, no, 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 I want to open this. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the new... Grand Tour episode is out now. Do you know this? Oh my gosh, no. Surprise, sucker. Uh it's out. I didn't know this. No. I was actually I was actually investigating uh if I could if I was doing something else and I don't know why this week but I had a sudden urge to watch House. Right? I just mm-hmm. wanted to do this. And so I was looking to see and I discovered the House is on Amazon Prime. Okay? Sure. Hashtag not sponsored by okay, that's important. Um, and so I just opened it up and I was typing in the search bar, and then it was like continue watching. And I was like, that's a new, that's a new album thumbnail. Uh-huh. Wait, 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 what? Ah! So I it just completely slipped by, but the new episode Scandy Flick is out, uh, whopping a hundred minutes. <laughs> Wow. For your enjoyment. So uh that might have to be next week's topic. Uh, just saying <laughs> Okay. That's amazing. <clears throat> but I did not know this. Um and so I I was like what when how? I I missed the announcement of this. It just sneaked in. Yeah. I have no idea how long it's been out. I don't really know. I just know that it is out. It's like oh, well. All right. I'm not going to watch until I tell Colin about it, but so I'm just going to keep watching episodes of house. Uh, okay. but like yeah. I'm going <laughs> to, okay, no, I, I have not seen, man, I have not seen or kept up with that at all. I haven't either. So it was just a surprise thing that it is out. So surprise it is out. There you go. There's your news. There's good news for the week. More grand tour is out now for you to watch. Okay. Aha. I am excited about this. Um we've talked about that. Um of 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 I guess how have what are your thoughts on the um uh the, the grand tour over time? Mm. Well, I definitely like it more, more over time. Right. Like the first couple, like it's like everything else, right? There's some episodes are like super good and you can definitely watch them again and again and again because I have. And then there are other ones. It's like, 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's bad, right? I don't. It's not bad. It's just like I don't. I don't like. It feels like they try too hard. You know what I mean? Like especially sure. this like first season where it's like, no, we're gonna try real hard and do all this stuff, and it's like. Mm. <laughs> That's not really <laughs> cool, right? Like, it's fine. <clears throat> so I actually like the new format of just like all road trip and things, right? I don't love, yeah. I mean, they didn't love it either. The fact that it's like one per year, but you know, it's been rough the last couple of years, you know, uh, trying yeah. to do that, right? I feel like they did the best they could. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's been all right. That's, I'm not, you know, I'm not holding that against them, but I like the longer format ones. I like the, just the focus on the trips and the silliness because, you know, I never really cared that much about the test car lap times from Top Gear no. and like random. Like random Audi review. Like, am I going to buy an Audi ever in my life? No. But teacher for crying out loud. What? what <laughs> like, I'm not, <laughs> never going to have like Audi money. So that's not a thing that I care about. Like, I so. will say these do come in handy. Like ten to fifteen years later, when you. <laughs> I mean, that's true, I guess. Car? When you're used car shopping and uh, when you're calling and just calling up the dealership, like, y'all be by 15 minutes. Yeah. And old, like, Jim Bob at the thing is like, all right, like, I'll just set the keys out for you. I'm with somebody else. So I'm just going to lay the keys on the counter. You just come get them, whatever. Literally what happened last time. Yeah. Literally what happened last time. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, oh, you again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's my basic thoughts there's a couple one of them like some of them are again there there are better ones than others right i think sure that's just factual on everything but uh you know i like them because i always like the specials anyway they're always the best part and so I, i like the big longer specials so it's fine i like it yeah no i agree i agree it's been um i think they kind of had to find their footing and i think initially i don't know i think initially they kind of steered way far away from um everything that could have missed be i know for a while they were trying to make sure that they stayed not in their old format a because of you know liability reasons <laughs> but copyright um, reasons like <laughs> yeah copyright reasons where they were not wanting to do that so i think that kind of yeah. were so used to that old format i'm pretty sure that it took them a little while to be like wait like what are we doing kind of thing uh but it was i think yeah. i think it's going been it's been better i think yeah i think definitely like the out of the i'm just i pulled the list back up here i was thinking about when did they start doing that was that season what the only special start season four right yeah so yeah. out of the only specials right from the newest one like season four we have the the mm, let's see my favorite one is probably if we're gonna rank these the four episodes this is the unofficial official ranking of the season four episodes, I would probably say <clears throat> least favorite is the Bo 
the Vietnam boat one because that's weird. Oh, that um, was so, can we just pause on that. That one was really hard because it was it was too contrived for me. Um, if yes, they had actually yes, gone right. out and and had legitimate boats and like done their usual with that, it could have been so good. But because mm. Jeremy had like the million dollar exact replica, you know, kind PT, of thing. Yeah, it was, it was just like, too weird, right? Uh, yeah, it was. And then I would say the next best one would be the French car one, mm. right? And then their second place would be the treasure empty one, the piratey one. And then the Scotland lockdown was my favorite one. I just liked that one a lot. It was the funniest one. Oh, cause it was the most like chill, the most like <laughs> just like a random old school, cheap car ones. Mm-hmm. I like those ones the best. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Is that, was that the wait? Uh, Oh yes, yeah. That's the why the cars never took off the seventies cars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one was more true to form. But again, it was like, why? Let's think. Why was that one so good? Hmm. Because they had a lot of constraints on themselves. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it it's fe- better. It felt very much like it, and because it was like around Scotland and obviously places where they do a lot. You know, they know a lot of things. It's like, it felt very, yeah, um, like very, um, oh, I don't know how to describe that, but very familiar, I guess. And, uh, and calming, whatever. Yeah. It was less just, it was less like zany. Yes. You know what I mean? When it gets too zany, I'm kind of like, mm, it's a little less, I don't know. I don't like the zaniness as much. Mm. So, you know. Uh, but I mean, even so, saying that I really like the the beach buggy one they did in Africa and Namibia. <laughs> like, <laughs> wasn't that their first one? That was the first season, right? That was like their first one. That was the first big yeah. trip because they did like a trip a season after that. And I would say uh, that one or the the Mongolia one. That right? That one was gorgeous. That's probably like the best one ever. Yeah, that one was so good. I really like, really like that. <laughs> and I'm thinking like best, that's like the best one ever, ever. Oh, right? really? I think oh. it's definitely top. It's top. It's one of the top ever, ever ones. Okay. <laughs> I like that one a lot. It's, is it better than the Vietnam motorcycle one? No, mm, no, but, uh, or Botswana one, the very first Botswana one. I really like, Oh, my but I think those are my top two of all time. Yeah. But I think the Mongolia one might be number three. Yeah. That one Just was... barely edging out the Columbia one where they go through the mountain pass of death with the oh, <laughs> right. Oh that one's good too. But I think, I think Mongolia just slightly beats that one. That's fair. That's just fair. like, that one... just edges it, nicks it at the line, if you will. But that one just had like, <clears throat> Very simple, very simple premise. Very, you know, as ridiculous as it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, right. It was just like drive out, boom, done. Right, like it was. Good. So I think that that's that like top three all time is that one. That one's really good. Favorite, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, the boat one in season four could have been so good, but it just didn't. Just didn't land. It was made me very sad. But. <laughs> 
Yeah, me too. Because some of the other boat ones have been hilarious. Like when they made the cars into boats both times. Both times. Great. And then, uh, were, yeah. well, and then the third time where they tried to cross the channel. Uh, yeah, that was great. That was but like, amazing. You know. <laughs> See, that's what I was fine. hoping that they would do. But instead, not so much. <laughs> yeah. Or the end of the Vietnam one where they... The first, the motorcycle one where they turn <laughs> yes, their motorcycles into like some really weird things to go into the bay. That was, uh-huh. that was odd, but like, it was like, uh, that was weird. Again, they had to like do a thing, right? Not just like, yes, that's know. what they don't do enough of. Cue the work music, but yeah, or, I think so. Do, I think that's right. They do, well, see, here's the thing they do, but because they have so but they much don't do it like now, s- they don't, it does, it's not realistic. Yeah. It's like, oh, Here's this, yeah, like the piratey treasure one where they're like, Oh, look, here's my Bentley with all the stuff. Like, you, you come on now, that's not like, yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's missing a little something, but I, I like the specials pretty good. So, mm. ah, excuse me, <clears throat> my voice is wrecked this week, like, just completely destroyed. Because we stayed, we had a big. We was tired this week. I don't know what's going on. I like. Uh, we had basketball game. I stayed for the basketball game on Tuesday. This that our our uh, school schedule like flops around. It's so, like one year we have like six thousand home games, and then the next year we have like three. Right, and then so like next year there'll be like a billion home. You know what I mean? Because they they do this to like move around where they play and stuff yeah so this year we we're on the three home game one so i had to go to one right so <laughs> i went on tuesday sure and <clears throat> this year for reasons that are not quite clear to me the sixth grade is so la- previously it was fifth and sixth grade basketball right okay now it's six, seven, eight basketball. And I don't know why did this happen, <laughs> right? I don't know why they decided to do this. Uh, and but so, like, in the spring, it's going to be fourth and fifth grade basketball. Can you imagine anything worse than fourth graders playing basketball? You know how bad that's going to be. Like, watching fifth graders play basketball is bad enough, fourth graders. Like, you yeah. don't understand how big, how quickly children age until you watch a fourth grader or a fifth grader play basketball versus a sixth grader play basketball. It is ridiculous. <laughs> right? And this week, I got to see a sixth graders play basketball. Because they do, like, six, they do, so they, this year they did girls A, B team and boys A, B team. So there's four basketball games on Tuesday. Why would you do that? Sounds <laughs> like fun. No, not fun. They started at five and they got over. We left at like nine twenty, <laughs> and they weren't done with the last one. Oh no. Um, we're like, all right, we went to like halftime. We're like, all right, dudes, I'm starving to death. I need like Taco Bell immediately. So we're going to go uh, because I can't function fair. anymore. Yeah. Oh man. So, so like, what are the, I mean, what, I mean, I, what, did you say what the expectations were for you and your time there? 
Why you mean? Like you have to go to these or no? But the kids are like, come watch us, come watch us. Oh. Like okay, I usually go to one. Right, I usually go to one per thing. But this uh, this this week, since there aren't many to choose from, sure, I went to this one this week, and so we I cheered my brains out because the A girls team, who is mostly the kids I had last year, um, the game was like super close the whole time. It was like a two point game up until the end, so it was pretty intense. <clears throat> so uh, I have this condition where. I cannot be quiet at a basketball game. Yes, this is uh, due, <laughs> due to my uh, history of being in the pet band. I must cheer very loudly at all times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so I sat with the student section because a lot of the parents don't appreciate this quality that I have. Uh, they just sort of stare at me like I'm an insane person. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I sat with the kids uh, because I'm old now. I sat with the kids on the bleachers. So that hurt. And uh, that was, <laughs> oh my gosh, I sat in the bleachers for like three hours. So the next day my back was like, why, why do you hate us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did you do that? And my vertebrae were like, what is wrong with you? You can't do that anymore. You idiot. <laughs> But I sat over there, cheered very loudly. They, I was proud of them. I told them, I was like, ah, oh, you guys appear to be using your powers for good because they were cheering like really loud and stuff. So it was fun. But my voice was like wrecked. And then, so that was good. It was good though. The, all the B teams lost and I think the A teams won. So you know how it is, right? It's just how it goes. <laughs> Fair. Fair. But it was all right. It was fun. It was a good time. Saw a lot of people. They were glad that we were there to cheer for them. So that's important there, I guess. And then, so that was that. And then Wednesday, we had a, uh, like an uh, induction ceremony for this new school program that we have called JAG. So it's like the first year of this. And they had like the dinner where they induct like all the officers and all the members and stuff. And they like have a little speech and they, the principal talked and like the kids throw the whole thing and everything. So... (laughs) We went to that and we stayed there for a long time talking to everybody. So I was like, hello. <laughs> That's what I was doing on Wednesday. Right. So <clears throat> it was very exhausting staying at school that late multiple nights in a row. <laughs> like, yeah, no. yeah. But thankfully you have your trusty, um, do you have a throat lozenge that you like to use? Oh, I do. Luckily, you we do. have some Grather's Pastilles. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, very soothing and lovely. It's been very nice. <laughs> Plus, my allergies just will not go away. It's very annoying. I don't like it at all. So, mm-hmm. it's just been a double whammy, but triple whammy. It was all right. It's been a fun week. It was good. So, uh, the Jack thing is really cool because I got to talk to just a bunch of people because I was just sitting in my room. Like waiting, I did a bunch of work, and then I just like was sitting in my classroom reading, and people would just like come by and speak to me. So it's it's kind of cool to get to talk to some of those kids. Uh, the JAG thing is like it's called like Jobs for American Graduates, sure. And so the program is all about like life and career building skills. So like how to do job interviews and like mm-hmm. how to talk to people and like planning and responsibility stuff and budgeting and all these things. Right. So it's like a very like big rounded program that like anybody can be in. Right. It's not just for like, (laughs) 
it's not just for kids that are going to the workforce or it's not just for kids that are going to go to college or whatever. It's like literally anybody can be in this because they do lots of like career exploration stuff. Oh, nice. So it's all about like, well, what career do you want to do? Okay, this is, these are the steps that you need to take to do that. No matter what it is, they talk about what you need. They do this, they do that. They like do all these things to kind of get you on that path. So I talked to a bunch of the kids and it was pretty cool talking about what they're trying to do. Some of the seniors, right? We talked to them a little bit and then one of the, some of the younger kids, they were just talking about how they like the program and everything. <clears throat> so it was pretty cool. Pretty fun times. But boy, that was exhausting. <laughs> so what was, did you, did you say what your role was in that? Or are you just overseeing? And I just was invited. The, oh, okay, I was invited yeah. to a thing. The kids invited a bunch of the staff members. And okay. so we just went to support them. Be like, yeah, go woo. <clears throat> go woo. Go woo. Clap. That's Clapping. Yeah. So I didn't, my role was to sit and clap and clap some more. Uh, that was pretty much it. That was like, <laughs> Makes sense. and I was just talking to them just about stuff here and there. You know, when they came, they come sit down or go wander around. So it's pretty good. <clears throat> pretty good times. So my friend runs the program. So I like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 I think those kind of programs are really, really important. Uh, it's one of those things of like, sometimes in life, knowing what you don't like is more, is A, I think sometimes easier than uh, finding out what you do like. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, and, you know, you have this like perception of like, oh man, I'm graduating high school. Everything's going to be great. And then you graduate high school and you go, uh oh. Uh, now, what do I do now? Yeah. Right. So, like, <laughs> just having like uh, some idea of what that is is going to be very helpful, I think. Oh, so, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's always how it is. You're like, yeah, I don't have to listen to anybody. I can do whatever I want. And then you're like, uh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Uh, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> All that stuff. Yeah, and like, ah, oh, dang it! I was relying on these people telling me what to do, and now I don't know what oh, no. to do, and so I, now I'm having a has problem because I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, we, so we we get some people, um, um, that we we get we get some times where yeah, people are just out of high school and they're going to take a gap year or two, try to figure out what they're doing, and they're applying to this job, and I'll just have conversations with them and be like. So, it's weird not having deadlines for assignments, isn't it? <laughs> and they're like, I don't, I don't know how to structure my days. <laughs> because you're so used to living in the world of like, of quarters and semesters and years and yeah. breaks and writing deadlines and test exa- and exams and write and finals. And like, your world is ruled by deadlines, effectively. And then you go out. And it's not like yeah. the working world like, is Bleh. is not like this. Like, yeah, winter break. Like what? Like that doesn't even make like there, you don't have any of those anchor points that you've lived. Unless with you become before. a teacher, and you're like, I'm never going to be in school again. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang oh. it! I'm here every day. Every... Whoopsie Daisy, how did this happen? <laughs> I have questions. Yeah, and the, and and then you just like, oh, 
Like, what do I, how do, I'm unmoored now from my time that I've been, it's yeah. been ingrained in me for the last 12 years. And then if you go to college, the last, you know, 16 years, 17 years, yeah. and then poof, it's all gone. <laughs> yes. So you're just adrift at sea. No. <laughs> Land inside. <laughs> oh, no. But, but I do think but I, it, it is important to take some time and go, okay, I've got some knowledge, right? I've got some this little experience. Let me go and actually physically do something, intern, shadow, um, go get a part-time job doing just random things to figure out what I like, what I actually don't like. And even then, you know, you don't, you can't experience everything. So, oh yeah, but, but, but I think it's important to go, okay, is, 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 is college appropriate for me? Is a technical program appropriate for me? Is an internship appropriate for me? And really have those more life planning type of aspects more so like when when we were going through school i think it was just more like it was kind of college planning like if you're going to go to college here's what you do and if you're not cool like i i didn't i didn't really experience much of anything beyond like here's here's the steps to go to college um go talk to the counselor and then what else like if you experienced more than me because our well, our counselor was not useful at all. Uh, it was just super unhelpful. Coach Scruggs was not very <laughs> useful oh, no. at counseling, right? So I just like <laughs> I was the only time I went to the council. I was like, "Hey, I need you to send my transcript here," and they're like, "Okay." That was it. We had no like, <laughs> yeah. Well, at least I think I don't. At least, at least I don't remember. I mean, there could have been meetings about this, right? But I don't recall them at this point yeah. in my life. I'm going to say that. I'm going to put this asterisk on here. I'm going to put this big asterisk that says, I don't remember doing them. Yeah. <laughs> so they were either not present or so unimpressive that I do not recall them in the slightest. Uh, granted, that was a very long time ago at this point. That was basically 20 years ago. Ouch, that hurts. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, take that. That's a <laughs> yeah, but it is I... actually it will be this will be 20 years this year. Right, you oh, yeah, yeah. Do they have any? No, probably, but I'm not going. Oh, come I want to do that. Why? <laughs> I didn't go. Yeah, I didn't go. We had a we had a ten year. Oh and, Me- and Megan was like, Are you gonna "We go? did too." And I was like, "No, of course, not. <laughs> of course not." I'm doing, I'm not doing that at all. <laughs> yeah, I want to do that. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, no way. But that uh, that is more important than ever. Of going, let's do some life planning, as opposed to just thinking about and like really thinking about skill sets and knowledge needed as opposed to just well everyone obviously needs to go to college because everyone doesn't right that's a lie that i think <laughs> has been has been sold time and time again oh yeah uh, <clears throat> but i think it's also it's it's important not to go too far the other way and like just i think the important sentence is everyone could go to college oh yeah Right, yeah. I think that's important. I think could. I don't because yeah, could if you want to, not not should or need to. yeah, not have to, not <laughs> need to, but you could go. Yeah, right. It's a possibility. You know what I mean? I think that's the important thing because, like, yes, I have heard people talk about like because yeah, whenever I was younger, I do remember like 
that's how it was just like college, 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 college. That's all they ever talked about. Yeah. And like, you know, this is this, uh, <clears throat> this day and age, uh, it's not really, you know, it's not always necessary, but I don't like it when people go the other way and say, nobody needs college. That's also not true. No, um, I would like my you know. doctor to have gone to college. Um, yeah, right. There are <laughs> things about college that are good, right? There's very negative stereotypes about like certain parts of college that are unfortunately glorified and true in some cases, but not others, right? So like there are like there are these there are people that swing the the hardcore other way and say, "No, no one needs to go ever." But then that's not helpful cuz it does benefit people, right? Like it does. It just does. Like it's how it works. <laughs> so I, I, there's not a dude's everybody need to No, but should, ev- should it be available to everyone to choose if they wish? Yes. Right. And then it's fine. Cause you choose and you do whatever, but like you need to be, you have to be the person to choose that. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. I think that's the important key. Like, yeah, and I thought I think that I, I, part of that I think starts with equipping the student with being able to ask good questions of whether they need to or not. Right? Yeah. That's that that's what that's what all the equipping needs to figure because too often I think we jump into the oh and here's how you apply and here's how you practice for the test and here's how you do this and here's what this looks like and here's what the financials look like and without stopping and going whoa 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 yeah do I need to. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I think you should also be about, you should be honest about what happened, like what it looks like when you just jump into the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. That needs to be an honest discussion as well as somebody who spent several years in a factory setting. Oh. Um, there it becomes a certain point where like when you're like 18, <clears throat> that looks great, right? <laughs> because the money that you're making is stupid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> for for eighteen, it's it's the most money you've ever seen in your life. Right. Those paychecks you get are huge. Right. But also, a lot of those positions, that's all you're ever gonna do. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of the ceiling. Uh, now there are some things. There are some like you can move up a little bit, but there is a there's a ceiling to that, to what the company will let you do if you just started working there. Right. Because all upper management all has degrees, all of them. Mm-hmm. Right. So not like a middle management, not like lion boss, you know, lion boss is just the dude that's worked there for 30 years. Right. But that's the ceiling for you. That's it. Right. So <clears throat> it's cool and it sounds good. But you also need to be prepared like this is the this is it. You better like this job because that's it. Now, there's lots of sideways mobility. You can go to other factories and get other jobs and do other things, you know, but like as far as upward boundness, like you're kind of you're limited. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for some people, that's totally fine. Like they don't care. You go. I mean, it sounds appealing sometimes, right? Like you just go. You work. When it's time to go off, you go home. That's it. You literally don't have to worry about anything else ever because right. it's not your problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's really very liberating about this, this aspect of life. He's like, yeah, I just go. I do my job. I go home. 
done. Nailed it, right? <clears throat> but, like, you need to be honest about that and what that means for when you're, like, you know, 35 and have, like, three kids. Like, is that... Is that number still good? Is that like, is, <laughs> are you still going to be able to do these things? And you know what I mean? Like, so <clears throat> these explorations, these career explorations, I think are important. Like there's so many jobs out there. There's so many, like there is like literally thousands of jobs that did not exist when I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what I mean? <clears throat> so like taking the time to, have time to explore these avenues and just kind of think about like all these different prospects is I think it's really cool and important to do that because you can really kind of, you know, take more time and not just be like, Oh no, I need a job Uh, here. Go blah. Right. And then just be working at this place just because they hired you. Right. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's a good thing to, be thinking about and talking about so uh yeah i think it's cool i'm kind of excited to see how it goes see what the kids what happens with some of them i think it'd be good stuff <clears throat> yeah i uh, can't so. wait yeah. report back yes will do yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, the Honda is uh, supposed to be fixed right now. Um, supposed to be? Supposed to be. They heard claim, that before. Well, they claim it is uh, been cleaned and rent the car wash, I think. Uh, and it is sitting. They sprayed it with a uh, the hose. It's just, yeah, or spit on it, probably. <laughs> rubbed it in with, their, with, their, with a Brillo pad. And, yes. Um, it is sitting waiting for me to pick up. So, um, hopefully hey. on Monday and a couple days now, I'll be able to swap out the cars, uh, and apologize profusely for the almost 7,000 miles I've put on the, uh, rental car. Uh, and, <laughs> and, what? and yeah, it's bad. It's look, look, holy it's, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, you know, um, (laughs) it's going to be a lot. So, wow. That's been real fun. You are your father's son. Look at this. I just putting millions of miles on automobiles (laughs) forever. It's like, and I was like, I, I called them multiple times. I was like, look, it's saying I need an oil change. And they were like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, it's saying I need an oil change. Can I go drop this off somewhere? Can I switch? And they're like, no, just keep driving it. I'm like, okay. So for all you people out there who get, you know, like the really good deals on the rental cars that are being sold with like super low mileage, just know that <laughs> they never change the oil. That's the... <laughs> The sticker, just for context, the sticker, the window sticker on this car reads to change the oil at 15,000 miles. The window sticker. Guess how many miles my car has on it right now? Uh, 22. No, 41,000. Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) Now, I what? <laughs> I obviously did not get it with that. I picked up the car with 34,000 miles on it 
and it was saying <laughs> the, the day I picked it up, it said maintenance required. See dealer. Okay. It's oh my gosh. That's a good- <laughs> it said that for over a month. Every time I get it, it says that. And I called them the first day and I was like, look, I I didn't even leave the lot. I walked back in and I said, I need you to come look at this. And they're like, oh, it's fine. It probably just didn't get reset. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So every day, every time I start my car, it says maintenance required. See dealer. A little check engine light is now on. And I look up and I see that the last sticker is on there from 15,000 miles. (laughs) So I don't like, you want to like check the oil? Just like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Also, is there oil in here? Also, they didn't give me floor mats, and I don't know if you know this, but oh, that's so, weird. So, so where my heel is has actually worn a spot into the carpet because I don't have a floor mat. So it's just, so so my heel has actually been wearing a spot into and through the carpet. So this weird. is this is not gone well <clears throat> at all. This oh. poses a question. What happened with the previous renter that rendered the floor mats unusable? Yeah. Or here's, here's that's a real question. What did they do to them? Here's what I think (laughs) legitimately happened. They were, they were flipping this around so fast to get it back out to rent that they didn't put them in. I mean, perhaps that's possibly true. Guarantee you or something so appalling happened. That they just threw them away. <laughs> but I'm like, man, like this is nuts. So anyway, this is we're gonna see what happens when I return this because I'm not too happy. Oh, and here's the other thing. Okay, so um, this happened. Oh yeah, this happened last week, Friday. I called the repair and I'm like, hey. Oh, so two weeks ago I called and I was like, hey. So here's what's going on. Um. I'm just checking. I can't, I just called them and I was like, I've been checking in with them going, look, I've got to figure out, am I extending this, my rental? Am I not extending the rental? I just need to know. Right. I'm not calling to pester you, but I am renting this car now and I'm paying for it out of pocket. And they were like, Oh, it's fine. Look, we got the call. We got the, the uh, part in, it's going to be fine. Um, don't worry about it, and yeah, don't worry about it. As you're still paying daily fee for using the car, don't worry, keep it as long as you want. Keep so they, paying us this rental fee, well, <laughs> uh, loser. Well, like, so I, you know, I'm calling the I'm calling the repair company, saying like, "How's it going? I need to know if I need to extend this another week or blah blah blah." And they're like, "Yeah, we've got a part coming in. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, it should be another day." And then the part came in, and then I called them the next day because it was one of the things of like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll call you tomorrow." And they didn't call you. No, nobody ever calls you. Listeners, pro tip. Anytime a company says, we will call you, step one, or get the person's name. And step two, they're lying. (laughs) Call them back tomorrow because they will not have called you. It's just every single time. Unless, of course, it's Collins Pet Sitting Company. Obviously, they'll call you back. We call you back. But, without, you don't uh, even have to ask us to. I call you back. Yeah, we just do. <laughs> I just do. No, seriously. People will call, and I will call them back, and I'll say, hi. Uh, I'm sorry for missing your phone call from earlier. How can I help you? Um, and they're like, uh. Anyway, um, I call back the next day, and they were like, hey, so the part came in. It's a beautiful part, but it's the wrong part. It's, uh, it's perfect in every single way, except we ordered the except wrong Except for it doesn't fit. <laughs> if you drove a different vehicle, it would be wonderful. But as a turns out, <laughs> so then they said, 
hey, you know what? We'll send an extension over to the rental company and we'll start paying your bill since we messed this up. And I went, okay, when is that going to start? And they were like, oh, today. And I said, because they said, we'll send, we'll send over and request an extension on your insurance and we will foot the bill for after that. And I said, cool. Um, insurance ran out a week ago and I've been paying this by myself. And they were, there was a long pause and they were like, hold on. <laughs> got back and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. We'll send over an extension and everything will be okay. And I went, do I need to do anything? They said, no. I was like, okay. So then I called the rental company, the rental car company the following day. Cause I figured give it a day to let everything like matriculate through the system. And you know, yeah. called and they were like, Hey, um, yeah, we haven't gotten anything <laughs> from them. And I went, really? And they said, yeah. Also, here's the thing. They've, they, the repair company, have been doing this a lot lately, and we haven't received any payment for the rentals. And our manager is not wanting us to do these anymore. But let me talk to him. And I was like, I appreciate that very much because I cannot give this back to you. <laughs> I, uh, I yeah, am very <laughs> much stuck in Springfield right now running a company because <laughs> whatever. Um, and so he came on and he was like, okay, um, because they feel like it's going to be, because they know the new part is on the way, we will extend it. But if they did not have like a set end date of like, this is going to be done because I guess a lot of people are just like, we're in a rental and the parts are just ordered for whoever knows how long, right? A lot of people are in a position right now. So then I was like, sweet, cool. Thanks. I appreciate that very much. And we need to talk about the hole in the carpet that I'm rubbing through with my, (laughs) bye-bye. Have a good day. Tape on. I called the collision company and I was like, Hey, um, I just need you to be aware that, um, I said, this is not me. I'm not angry. I'm not in this at all. This is between I'm angry. you and the rental people. Um, they, you have not been paying your bills and it is impacting my and other people's ability to get extensions on the cars that we need because of things that you were messing up, either incorrect orders or whatever. And so I need you to know that your relationship with the rental company is not very good right now. And they're the only rental company in town. Uh, and she was like, oh, well, I mean, we, we got you. We're going to pay for it. And I was like, I lies. I, I, was, I was like, I was like, look, you can tell me that, but you need to be calling the other. Be- and look, I know all you just you're, you know, you're you're way down on yeah. the totem pole. You're not paying the bills here. I understand that. But you need to run something up your flagpole real fast here because very soon they're going to start cutting you off from this ability that you think you have. And you need to make sure you're talking with your finance department and your, 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 your money people so that you're actually cleared to do this. Cause I don't know if they're approving anything or not. And I was like, again, I'm, I'm not in this game. It's between you two to fight this out. I'm just wanting, yeah. I'm trying to let you know before they just put the ban hammer on. 
And True. You're, you're, well, I mean, you say you're not in this game, but also, like, I'm not paying for this car anymore. Losers, you're doing it, so... <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm, just, I'm in this game to some extent because I'm sick and tired of paying for this because you're jacking around. So um, let's get this show on the road here. Trying let's to come at this from, like, more of a neutral territory of just, like, letting them know, like, hey... <laughs> This other company's kind of talking smack about you because you're not yeah. holding up your end of the bargain. And I'd hate for this to go down south because there are going to be a lot of people impacted by this. So anyway, I got to go. I'm yeah, busy. Bye. Including myself. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Chief among them, me. A little selfishly, <laughs> moi. But <laughs> it's just like, like I, uh, come on, people. Let's chop, do this. And I understand it's very easy. It's very, it's very easy for the collision arm, it's a big dealership, right? This dealership runs a lot of these different things, so it's very easy for the for the for the collision and repair arm of the of the company to make these promises, and then they kind of move through their internal system before they wind up with somebody who's rubber stamping them or not. Yeah, but, but and then it moves back through system, so it's very easy for them to say yes. Oh, that's fine, but if somebody over on the on the left hand is not approving or frustrated that they're approving or they have a longer process to go through to get these approved by upper 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 management and they are yeah. communicating that back down to the right hand it's a major problem yeah and this happens yeah. at school this is what i talk about when i'm like you know it's always just you know, whenever I need to rely on somebody else, that's when things start going south, right? That's when, <laughs> that's when it's bad because they're yeah. not listening or doing things because they're ridiculous people. <laughs> <laughs> and and some of those systems, you know, they're not, they weren't designed for a lot of those rapid back and forth or real-time kind of adjustment. And I, I understand that, and I get that. It's just those systems have to be nimble enough to change in, the, in that moment. Because it sounds like they may have been using the, um, the collision company, may have been using, I say collision company, they don't go out, they don't manufacture collisions, they repair, anyway, that sounded weird. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> the, the chaos company. They, um, <laughs> yes. They, um, it sounds like Mad Max, they, like exactly, right, just driving around. Um, sounds like they may have been using a process that was designed for like very low volume and like one-offs kind of thing. But because of all the back orders and because of all the chaos and wrong shipments and whatever, they have been using this process a lot more. But it was never designed well, to handle that volume. Or they've been using the. They came up with the process like twelve years ago. More. And they just like haven't. They just like me. It's fine. Yeah, and like Very didn't, didn't, didn't ever do anything else with it. Like just like that is what eh, happened. It's all right. And they just never looked at it again because they. Who, why would we ever need to extend seventeen cars at the same time? That that will never happen. Um, and so now they've extended all this stuff and very likely that was never budgeted in for that program or never taken a second glance and how they approve that volume of money internally. Um, who knows the number of kinks um, or the, it just gets thrown through a paper shredder and they go, yeah, whatever. That's not real. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like who and knows just, what, like what gets knows? trimmed here and shaved there and shortcut this and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. 
I mean, for all, I, for all I know, that process was actually deprecated like six years ago, but they never told the collision repair center. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? Like, oh, <laughs> and 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 you know, Deb in the in the department was the one who processed that, but she's re- it, it all vanished when she retired. Yeah, she retired, right? Like, oh no, just all all these paperwork is just sitting in her little mailbox <laughs> in the main office, and you're like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That happens at school a lot when they when somebody quits or like retires or does something or changes jobs and they'll be like, "Well, who does it now?" I'm like, I, I don't know. Uh, you're the boss. You're supposed to come up with that plan, but you just didn't think about that. I guess uh, you didn't. Have those, like, uh, why? <laughs> it's hard. I mean, I I can't imagine trying to account for all of the little things that those kind of positions do or have been globbed on and were never rewritten into their job description before they left. Um, Because a lot of those people who have been in their positions for 20, 30 years have just very slowly... Oh, hold on. I need to take a phone call. Sorry. All right. Listeners out there, stop getting ridiculously complicated door locks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like a puzzle box, right? Like it's, no, it's no, it's oh my gosh. I um oh man, is, is Matt, you know the worst door lock ever would be you remember those little like three by three plastic slidey puzzles? Bro, that should be the door lock. Yeah. You never get in your house ever. No, yeah. can't do it. <laughs> I know. So most people have just a plain old door lock with a key, right? Perfect. Easy, easy peasy. Um, other times they have a keypad with like physical buttons that you press oh, yeah. in. Um, like the to my house. I don't have physical buttons, but it's um, it's like it's gonna be descri- it's hard to describe. But they're it's it's a it's a keypad, but you press into them. You know, it's kind of like that soft texture where you just push into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where supposed to be, and it lights up in the back. I yeah. hate I hate screens on door locks. I hate screens on door locks because What's yeah, screens. It's a, it's an actual. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, <clears throat> okay, because I'm an old like man. LCD screen. Yeah, you, yeah. No. Because I'm an old man, I was like, screen door. What screen door? Yeah, no, no, no. no. I should. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the screens because the only way to activate them is by pressing them. But usually, when you press them, you have now entered a key, a, a, a number. Ah. Right? And then so that is problem. Right. So then, what they decided the way they went. Ah. I know what we'll do because people are just pressing on the screen and activating a number and then entering an incorrect code. We'll have a secret portion of the screen that you were supposed to press to activate the screen lighting. Oh, like in the corner or something corner. Like, as opposed yeah. to just ignoring the first press, like just ignore the first one. Just when light dim first press activates it. Second press start accepting key entries. No, they can't do that. Far too complicated. We'll just have a secret part of the screen. So 
This one, so we have to come like in. a so, button on the side, just like boop. Okay, now it's no, on. no physical da, 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 da. buttons that'll just break and you'll get wet. Oh. So it has to be a nice pure black screen with a secret part yeah. that you're to press. Oh so yeah, because physical locking mechanisms never get, and they still work just fine. Exactly, <laughs> which is why we have to improve <laughs> upon them with technology. So this screen has now caused not one. Not two, but three issues with my employees, even after me sending a video of a how-to, which is fine. It's a ridiculous code. It's a lock. So what happens is you press up. It's completely black. You're supposed to know that in the lower third of the screen, you press. You don't tap. You press. It's a very key difference because a lot of times people just come in just quick, like, tap. No. Press. Yeah, press that, and hold I would and kind it. of push in. I would too. No. Press and hold. Um, that was the first part. We had an issue with the sitter this morning who was tapping it um, and not pressing and holding it to activate the screen. So once that is activated, you get four round what is it? No, three circles that show up that are divided into thirds, each with a number on them. Um, And you are supposed to know to press on the number, not the individual circles. So that was what confounded the um uh um that's what confounded the uh, confounded the second sitter because yeah. they thought I mean that is oh. confounding. I I'm very confounded they thought, right now just trying to visualize this like a, monstrosity. They thought it was like a simplified key like dialing pad where you would just tap <laughs> multiple times to get to that same number, right? Like you know, T nine oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Um I just thought maybe you push the three things in the right order, like a Zelda dungeon, like boop, boop, boop. And then da, na, na, na. They thought, they thought, okay, if I need to get to the three, I'll hit that. Like, one, two, oh, rupees times, again. Then, Dang it. Blah, blah. And no, you have to use like, and they're, t- they're small circles because it's a small screen. So you have to, and it's all in like the lower half. It's, it's so crazy. I don't know what, I, I don't know what happens in the other half. And then you have yeah. to press that. And then once you've pressed that, a a new thing, a new little box will display below those three circles with a little fingerprint pattern in the middle of it. It's not actually a fingerprint sen- sensor, but that's what you are supposed to do with a your finger. You was going, and you're supposed to press that and hold it until it unlocks. <laughs> and then it that is unlock. far too complicated for a door. I'm just gonna stick with my key. Thank you. Like I'm just gonna. <laughs> Click. And right, if you then, really okay, wanted to get fancy, on the side of it is an actual legit fingerprint sensor where you could program your thumb. Yes, no. and that would bypass all of this this Rube Goldberg machine to unlock your door. Um, and and I actually just did a visit today with somebody who only has a fingerprint sensor on their front door. There's only? no. Key. Yeah, there's no there's a there's a there's a there's a physical key and a fingerprint sensor. The only two ways to enter their home. So like <laughs> the, what? <laughs> I don't Yeah. Yeah, and they were yeah, I'm like I'm just going to use a key. I'm fine. And they were like, "Well, that's, that's... they're like, "Well, we can get your finger programmed in right now." And I was like, "That's no, no. you know, that's super fancy. Here's the thing." Um, I have two it won't other be staff me coming every time. Who are yeah, going to be doing this. 
And if we're honest, I don't know how long they're going to last. So in another three weeks, I don't know who I'm going to be. It could be a different seven. <laughs> but I'm not going to. At the rate we're you. going. Yes. So I said, if you're, I said, I'm going to strongly recommend we have a key. And more importantly, you get a lockbox and you put that on your front door when you're traveling and that we can use that. And then you just give us a code and it's, it's just as secure. Like, seriously. <clears throat> I mean, like, that's the weird part about all this stuff. Like, a door lock is a door lock. It doesn't really matter how you lock it. it, it if somebody hits your door with a crowbar, it's coming open. Right? Like, that's oh. that. It doesn't matter, right? They're it doesn't. Old. It literally doesn't matter. It's just how you use it. So, just use a key. Like, what's the ball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all trying to find, all trying to, 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 I don't know. Um, they're trying to solve a problem that doesn't necessarily exist. Exactly. Right? You have two things that are pitted against each other. Security versus convenience. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, it's, you know, apparently, like, I, I, so the concept would be, like, so you don't have to have a key, right? Except for you have keys in your life. It just exists. Like if you work in a building, you have a key. If you drive a car, you have a key, right? We're talking about America. So everyone drives a car here. Uh, it's mandatory. Um, like yeah. it's just <laughs> like literally required. You have them. It's not like, you know, it's not like you're going to be keyless in your life. You know what I mean? You have something, even if you have like a fob or whatever, like you have to have something. So like, and yeah. and as far as security goes, it it's not more secure. Like you could lose your key, I guess, or somebody could steal your key. That's a thing that could happen. But yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I I've been I've test driven, you know, I, I, you know, seven hundred cars at this point, and and, I, mean, <laughs> and I did I did test drive my third Tesla. Anyway, it's not important. So it's a different one. Oh God, it's a different one. Okay. <laughs> It's different. You're getting a Tesla, aren't you? I know I'm not. I can't. I can't. Literally can't. It's not. I was doing the math and I was like, to make the drive from, because like sometimes, some mornings I'll get up at 5.30 to drive to Springfield, which is 112, 120, it's 120 miles. And then I spend all of my day doing nothing but driving. At what point oh, am yeah. I going to be able to pull over and spend an hour charging? I don't, I don't oh, yeah. have no, no. right. So anyway, anyway. But like, even they have little credit card shaped things or a, a fob. Um, and yeah, you, there's a thing, there's, right? I guess. You, I mean, technically, you can. Yeah, I I know. So that's, Apple Apple's trying to get people to put their. There are if you have a certain kind of BMW, your key can become your phone. Yes, um, uh, Tesla can do that too, can it? Uh, no, you have to. Have or is it just the physical? It, just the card thing, maybe. Just okay. the card. So. But yeah, you're right. There's still something there. And, and what they're trying, they're trying to get around the fact of like, ugh, carrying keys are inconvenient. What if you just used a code in your head or a, a fingerprint? I mean, or, yeah, but carrying things is just inconvenient. That's just how it works. But it's also like, but here's, not the, that here's what they all like. Here, I guess here, here's part of the, here, here's part of the societal breakdown. And we can translate this all the way back to our Be Kind Rewind episode. Of like, uh, classic, we don't, have a lot, we don't have a lot of people interacting with one another. 
people don't have other people coming over to their homes. This is what I have I have learned this. If you do not uh, live yeah, in the home, true. you don't have people coming over. Because if you did, all of these fancy solutions for locking your front door would literally not exist. Because you can't program in all of the possible um, thumbprints. You can't, like, you, all of these things. Yeah. Or, like, I know a lot of these... Um, a lot of the new, a lot of the locks, um, you can you can turn your phone uh, into a proximity key. So when it detects yeah. the proximity to your lock, it'll <clears throat> unlock. That only works if you. That's weird. It's just you, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. You and the other person who lives with you. Like, if you have, if you're having neighbors coming over or whatever, like none of those actually work. Um, and sure, the key of like dropping it off at their house or mailing it to them or leaving under the gnome in the front yard, like all those things exist, but like they were a practical solution to I need other people access to my home. And none of the modern ones really allow for that to happen in an easy way. Yeah, that's a good point. It's also really weird thinking about like, I just don't, I can't. Like, I don't know, like, why? I, I mean, I, I think it's just because, like, I have keys for other things in my life, right? Like, I have keys for my, my the school building and my classroom, right? That's kind of it, right? I don't have other, lots of other ones, but yeah, I have a couple. And so, like, I just have some that I need. And so, uh, I can't, like, what, like, not having a house key would not do me any good because I still have work keys <laughs> so right. like it doesn't matter a tenth of an ounce like oh my gosh so thank you so yeah much. plus you can't have a cool keychain uh plus plus you can't do that thing where you put the key ring over your finger and you spin them around right you like spin and catch them spin and catch them i do that all the time that's why i said mm-hmm. the take i do like i just do the spin catch thing right uh especially while you're walking you do it you know sure. right thing the OG fidget spinner. Yeah, you can't do that if you don't have a key. So why would I want to not have one? <laughs> and my business relies on keys. I mean, we have over almost two. What? Well, I think yeah, over like almost two hundred, almost two hundred keys, um, and almost as many door codes and garage codes. Yeah, and but I mean, I would, I don't want. I don't want keys anymore. So we're, we are pushing everybody to do lock boxes, but I'm st- it's still for a key, right? It's not, it's not, yeah. Right. It's still leave, you're getting a key. Please, please leave just like a key in, in there. A so holding place. Your, yeah. 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 Right. Like, your, your thing. Like, it's like, just a place to hold the key. So it's just yeah. like an extra step in the process. I just don't want it in my office. Oh, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But like, you know, still me. Like, <laughs> so it's been, it's this yeah that was very that's very traumatic very traumatic and you know because then the staff are late to other things and the dogs are inside parking and all yeah. this stuff and you're just like <sighs> and you enter the code wrong and the police come and like it's all right like, this, is, guys, <laughs> this is what be like i'm about. the dog walker i can't i'm sorry so look my shirt says pet sitter i'm labeled in big, in big bold letters so you can see it from far away please don't hurt me <laughs> don't tackle me <laughs> exactly exactly uh oh dear uh, well, before we go, I think oh, there's. Yeah. Uh, I would like to just tell you about the 
the nerdiest purchase I've made in a very long time. Oh, uh, this must be good, you, considering some of the purchases. <laughs> reach for it here. Uh, I don't even saw my picture I sent earlier, but I have purchased um, a book called Old English Literature, A Short Introduction. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. I yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. This okay. is what happens when you read too much Tolkien. I've decided this is oh. where this came from. This is, uh, I haven't read it yet, obviously, because I'm still doing some other things, but this is, a, <laughs> this was a purchase spurred on by my, uh, reading so much, uh, Tolkien's work. It's like, uh-huh. <clears throat> huh, I wonder, like, maybe we should try to read some of the stuff that inspired him to write oh, things. And since that's what he was reading and translating all the stuff, kind of what I was like, known hmm. for. yeah, just, right. If he's by, doing uh, Daniel. Uh, Donahue, yes. Donahue, yeah. uh, yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yes. So, I... <laughs> so are this these... is my first Fourier, 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 Fourier. Ah, into uh, Fourier. There we go. Fourier, Fourier. into Fourier the, the where... entry into. A... I was like, wait, no, that's an entrance way to a house. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> my tired brain. Uh, this is my first my little introduction to. Uh, old English literature, which I have not read any I... in like a very, 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 very long time. Oh, uh, 20 years, actually, no. to be exact. So I'm. <laughs> Interesting. Structured yes. around figures from Anglo Saxon culture the vessel, yes. the hall, the miracle, the pulpit, and the scholar. That is it. There you go. <clears throat> Just kind of like about early Anglo-Saxon literature and all that stuff, and so there's another book, a couple of books I have uh, earmarked on my list to buy that are the works in question, oh. like a collection of works, right? So oh, like he edited, oh, oh, and he he was a co-editor of the version of Beowulf that I have. Oddly enough. Ah, uh, which I mean, there's like seven thousand ones. Which one do you have? Oh, the uh, Seamus Haney, um, book. It's the one with the chainmail uh, photo from the back. Oh, that's the one with the side by side print, right? Yes, yes. Ah, yeah, yes. that's a good one. He's a co-editor on it. There they go. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the cool version that has the like the left page is the original text, and then yes. the right page is like the modern translation. It's it's yeah, that's sweet. It's really. It's really one of the only ways to actually read it. Um, it's That's true. really neat. It's really cool. Um, speaking of which, I know Tolkien has a uh, Beowulf translation out there. He does. Yeah. I, think, I don't know what it looks like, but... I think I have a copy of that. Anyway, I really like this one because it... <clears throat> especially whenever you... as Again, as a... as For me, as an introduction to this kind of stuff, it was very eye-opening of just like... Oh, <laughs> I think probably yeah. because I was taking, I was, I got this when I was taking French one and French two and, um, was going through that process as well. And then oh, yeah. this of like, Oh, right. <laughs> there. Yeah. We're also translating from these other things. This is well. pre French influence English roots right here. Blam. <laughs> here we go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is it's, it's in pre William, right? Is William. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay so, yeah that is the uh that's on the line i don't know when i'll get to this but that is uh on the cards for things i don't know really i don't really recall 
the thought process that led me to this eventuality, mm-hmm. right? However, mm-hmm. part of it did entail, I was finishing reading uh, some parts of the Silmarillion and I was thinking about like, you know, uh, you know, people dog on the Silmarillion. They say it's really hard to read. They don't really like it. It's difficult, right? It's notoriously, it's like famously hard to read because it's just so it's, wordy. It's a tome. Right? It's a tome. But Tolkien is like, Tolkien is wordy anyway. Like yep. even like just passages in like the two towers are just like, okay, man, let's come on, let's go. But when you kind of slow down and read it, 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 it there's a certain way that he forms words and that he puts sentences together that is extraordinarily satisfying Mm. to like say so when you say them yes it's just like it it has a mouthfeel almost i really don't know how to describe it uh but it has a, a way of like his prose sort of rolls in a certain way like i guess and it's just very kind of satisfying to go through and so i was thinking about like i wonder where he got that from right like where, why does he write like this and then i kind of feel like i've you know like figured you know it's probably because all of his influences are <laughs> anglo-saxon literature right so i thought i wonder what some of that stuff is like mm-hmm. uh but as that isn't a kind of inaccessible thing to just like I'm just going to read this. <laughs> right. Like indeed <laughs> ancient literature in general is quite inaccessible. It's very difficult to read. Oh, it's yeah. very weird. Uh, <laughs> like I've also been reading myths of Mesopotamia, which is like translations from like these weird tablets that were found, you know, all this stuff. Uh, and it's, it's weird when you read it. Right. It's weird for different reasons, right, than Anglo-Saxon poetry. But it's it's weird in its own right. Partially because it was meant to be spoken, and the written down version are like the cliff notes part, where right. it's just like the main idea, and the orator was supposed to embellish and add all the stuff, right? So it's it's its own special, like, kind of strange. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think that's part of the, we forget that that Tolkien was, I mean, he was a linguist, but he was a philologist, right? So he studied like oral and written history of, of actual language. Like it wasn't as, so yeah, it, it, it a lot of that stuff is like, he, when you look at his works, many of that is, is kind of him applying his study of other languages to a different. Yeah, it really is. And And we talked about that before. Like, I think he ruins you from reading fiction, fantasy, like fantasy fiction, because like the way that he does world building is really odd. Like all of his world building is written down somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like you don't get to see it, especially like when the, when the Lord of the Rings came out, like there was a whole bunch of back stuff. It was all in desks and famously he just writes on like random pieces of paper and like stashes them in piles. Right. Like it's very chaotic reading what Christopher would write about, like how he had to decipher these things was just like, dude, how did you do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, but because it's, there is a backstory and there is history and there's all this stuff, but it's not in the book you're reading. Mm-hmm. Right. It makes it very like <clears throat> intriguing. 
right? Because it makes the world feel big because the writer knows about the world and he'll just like say things and you're like, wait, what? What does that mean? <laughs> Whereas other books will like ad nauseum explain every detail to you in the book you're reading in like really unhelpful, much too long exposition pieces. <laughs> right. And so you're just like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I heard the story was fine until now. <laughs> right. It's like, it's a very different experience to read. So it kind of messes you up. You're like, oh man, I like, I like well, this. Why is, why is this other person writing this book that's much longer than it should be? Because they're just expositing at me. Well, because they're not trying to, they're not, they're not kind of doing anything with it. I think that's his, um, I do, I remember when he, he didn't just tackle Beowulf. He actually went and wrote a literary critique of it. Um, yes. What, um, what's, I forget what it's called. Um, I, I don't, yeah. Is that the, uh, what is it called? Uh, Mons. Something in monsters, right? Monsters or monsters? No, monsters in uh, in critics. Uh, oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. Where he? I knew monsters were in there somewhere. <laughs> I I've read portions of that, and um, that really is. I, I I looking back at that in the time, he really basically pushed. I literally everything else aside, like all of the like all all of the um uh, uh scholarship that had been done up to that day on it. And he was like, forget all of that let's focus back on the poem <laughs> and, and yeah and he really refocused a lot of that around like it's not it's 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 a it's a world building poem it's built every aspect is meant to build like like blocks on a piece of a puzzle not just um uh a, a narrative not just a story it's like it's actually building something i think that's a really interesting um uh fine-tuned take on that of, of too lost we get we get in the narrative and we forget that we are building something i say we like, yeah like I, oh yeah but, like, yeah but like, no, but like <laughs> authors in general like, the royal we is, right this is, yeah, this is meant to to go somewhere with this, yeah right i think that's important well and and it's interesting because like when you read like even with the mesopotamia stuff like the, you see they the things that they say and the things they chose to write are like things that were the most important to them like the way that they highlight things like these are characteristics and traits and things that they value yes right exactly. so when you read like beowulf sections of beowulf you're like these are things that are important to this culture when you read like the wanderer right because i've read that before that poem that famous poem that tolkien uh borrowed from in the when uh the song that uh oh man the rohan guy sings at the funeral oh yes where is the horse and the rider where is the horn as well that's borrowed from like it's inspired by the wanderer so i read the wanderer and it's just like whoa this is like some heavy stuff right here you know what i mean like it's like a lament and it's very heavy it's very prosical and it's very beautiful, but it's also like, this is what was important at this time. Right. Yeah. And that's all the, con that's, you don't get any other world building. It's just a poem. It's not even that long. And you get a lot of information from that prose. Right. And it's really good. Right. So, <clears throat> you know, the fact that he was able to do that and 
you know, translate that into somebody's writing is what makes it so interesting. Why I like it so much. Right. But like, that's why I kind of got this. I was like, okay, I want to read some of this stuff that would inspire him. Cause I just like reading his prose and his work and stuff. So it's one of the things I read. I don't like read it all the time, but I was like, Oh, I'm just going to go read this chapter in the Silmarillion now. Cause this is really good. Right. And I read this and, and you get some of that, like when you start getting into some of that stuff too, you kind of get, the way that he writes and the way that he talks and the things that he talks about, you kind of get like the things that were important to him as well. And the things like his values, they're kind of like, mm. you can start to find them, right? Sprinkled in there a little bit here, a little bit there, right? Like the characters that he chooses to be important, like Sam, obviously, or like, <clears throat> or, uh, his, <clears throat> his, uh, He's un like it's not in the Silmarillion. It's like in one of his drafts that Christopher put out in the Histories of Middle Earth thing. But like his version of the the end times, like the 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 final judgment time of Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. Like his version of that is like extremely telling. Like oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Because his final battle is a little bit different than some other stuff. Like he was inspired by like Norse Norse mythology and like judo Judeo Christian belief stuff. But like it's very, it's very sort of beautiful the way it sort of is supposed to tie up in his mind. Like all these things that happen, it's like oh, the end times are like all these people that went through the Silmarillion and there's all these problems and they chose to do one thing a certain way and it caused all this stuff in the final battle they get an opportunity to make a different choice mm-hmm. like they return and they make another choice right? and it defeats the evil and it rebuilds the world and it heals the thing it's like oh dang dude like whoa <laughs> it's like that's some heavy stuff <laughs> like seriously like wow it's great and you know he didn't publish it because he's notorious for like okay well I'm not quite done I'm gonna tweak this I'm gonna do this right and it like wasn't exactly how he wanted it yet but just that outline of how it goes it's like whoa like okay <laughs> And it makes some of the stories in the Silmarillion even more like, oh, wow, that adds a whole other layer to this. Like, dang, like, it's crazy. <laughs> so, this is very connected and thought through. So, yeah, uh, yeah that was my inspiration for okay. this. Well, <laughs> I am looking forward to your um, your critique of all the uh, works there. Uh, yeah. So yeah. not 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 uh, promising that's going to be anytime soon, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, got lots right. of stuff to do, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what we got there. Roger, so. Roger. Nice. Yeah, uh, I like it. I uh, can't wait to hear from that. Very good. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll lock it up there and uh, see what happens tomorrow. All right. <laughs> awesome. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye.